Welcome to Trap Talks. My name is Sushant. I am an e-commerce entrepreneur and each week we bring an inspiring entrepreneur or business person from e-commerce, retail or tech industries to help you discover how to start and grow your own e-commerce business. Thanks for spending some time with me today and let's get started. Hey there, entrepreneurs. My name is Sushant and welcome to Trap Talks. This is the show where I interview successful e-commerce entrepreneurs, business executives, and thought leaders, and ask them questions about their business story and also dive deep into some of the strategies and tactics that they have used to start and grow their businesses. And today I'm really excited to welcome Takashi Yanagi to the show. Takashi is the founder of Dermabeam. Dermabeam is a light therapy products company. And we're going to learn more about what that means. And today I'm going to ask Takashi a few questions about his entrepreneurial journey and some of the strategies and tactics that he has used to start and grow his business. So thank you so much for joining me today on Trip Talks, Takashi. Hey, thanks, Kusujan. Uh, uh, hey, guys, really excited to be here. Um, yeah, the Dermabeam is a company that's a, uh, just a little over a year old, but we're growing rapidly. And we just crossed the $100,000 mark um, for 2022. So in six months, um, and yeah, and, and we expect to grow a lot more um, heading into the holiday season um, in Q4. So Black Friday and Christmas, uh, we expect to ramp up sales. And uh, yeah, we, we want to be the biggest light therapy company uh, in the world. Uh, light therapy really changed my own life. Um, I used to suffer from crazy skin conditions, um, from severe acne to severe eczema all over my body. And uh, I was really depressed for a, a long period of my life because I was very insecure with my skin. And, and then I discovered uh, red light therapy uh, for the face and for the body. And uh, ever since I started doing that, I've been able to heal my skin and maintain healthier skin. And that really inspired me to create this company and help people uh, with skin conditions. Um, but also, uh, it, uh, red light can help with so many aspects of health, including boosting the immune system, um, helping with hair growth, um, helping reduce pain and inflammation um, in, in the bones and the muscles. And so every every body part can benefit from extracellular energy. Um, and, and my goal is to develop the best light therapy products in the world. So everyone can benefit for their, uh, for their health. Definitely, definitely. And, and I was just saying, you know, it's uh, my first impression was that, I mean, you look relatively young. Um, and so you created this product or you decided to sell this product because you, it seems like you were going through some health issues yourself and this product helped you. Uh, I guess my question would be, who recommended that you use this product? Like, was there some sort of scientific research that, you know, if you use this, uh, use, I, I believe you said red light therapy, it's going to be good for the skin and hair and, and so forth. Uh, yeah, when it, on my healing journey, I researched so many uh, potential solutions for skin, and uh, I I read many many research studies, uh, watched many videos by naturopathic um, medical doctors, um, and alternative solutions to just using drugs as the solution. I didn't I didn't think drugs were the solution. I thought there has to, have to be something different. And, and now I, I have a more holistic view of health. And so I changed up my diet. Uh, obviously, uh, my diet is, um, you know, food is medicine. Um, and, and food can be poisoned. So I, I was actually uh, eating foods and uh, drinking, you know, certain drinks, like tea that was actually causing a lot of inflammation inside my body. Um, and throughout my research, I stumbled across uh, red light therapy and how 
the light, the certain wavelengths in light can photoactivate the, the mitochondria in our cells to produce more energy in the form of ATP, adenosine triphosphate. So when skin cells have more energy, it heals much quicker and repairs all the damage that's done to the cell and helps regenerate uh, new skin cells. So when I found that out, I was like, okay, I have to try this. And so I bought a device, used it. And I was like, wow, uh, it, it helped heal my skin much quicker. And you can see the before and afters on my website. Uh, dermabeamass.com and that helped me really inspire me to create this company because I know millions of people out there are also suffering from skin conditions and it's not it's not just me so uh I thought man if they only knew about you know red light therapy um then they can hopefully um heal their their bodies as well so um the biggest so issue, like, yeah, the big issue is there's uh, a lack of education and awareness about this technology. Um, light therapy has been around for decades, but it's just not that well known yet. Uh, it's probably more popular in Asia, uh, but not so much here. Uh, yeah, just a, a small portion of the population know about red light therapy and uh, infrared light therapy, you're starting to see infrared saunas become more popular. And uh, you, you are starting to see uh, some red light therapy and blue light therapy uh, within dermatology, but it's still not mainstream yet. And I think, uh, I think everyone can benefit uh, by having a red light device in their home it's just just like this is like like an iphone just have you should have one in your home to treat whatever condition um it can uh it can really help uh relieve the pain or relieve any skin condition by just providing your cells with extra cellular energy and when you say red light are you really referring to infrared light or is it like some other uh frequency so red light is, has a wavelength in the 600 nanometer range and infrared light is technically invisible uh, and has a, a wavelength of in the 800 nanometer range. And I'll show you, uh, this is the Supreme 2400 device. Okay. That's red light. Okay. That's infrared light. See, it's invisible, but it's actually turned on. And then okay. third option is both. So I okay. use and an infrared light and I stand in front of this for 10 minutes every morning and every night um, and at night. And you just feel so good. Uh, it, you really, you can really tell uh, that it's doing wonders for your skin because your skin starts glowing. It looks better uh, even after three, four days. And you just have more energy because again, it's literally energizing your cells with extra ATP, adenosine triphosphate. So, uh, and, and infrared is, I'm, I'm assuming infrared has energy, right? Like it's, it's, uh, it's actually warm or even hot, you would say. Like yeah, so this, this device uh, can get warm hmm. because it's so powerful, but it's not going to burn you. It's a, it's, technically a non-thermal device and then so no but like when you're when the light is on your skin uh, are you feeling heat or no you feel the slight warmth it feels good um it's okay. it's not hot enough to burn you or anything but you you feel the warmth okay and and then the other form factor which is behind you is the face um face uh, what do you call it face mask or yeah so this is the dermabeam pro okay turn it on Oh, it might be out of batteries. Yeah, let me try this one. This is the regular derma beam. Okay. Um, so it is on, as you can see. Yeah. And this one has three colors. Okay. Red. And, but it's but it's doing the same action what the bigger one is doing. Correct. Yeah, this is targeted for the face. The the pro has 
uh, seven different colors and okay. 115 LEDs. Um, here's the box for it. Like so, this. so when you when you started this thing, like when you found out about this therapy, was the form factor of the product the same, or how did you? Or is this something uh, the form factor your creation, or are you simply a reseller of this product? Can you share a little bit about you know how did you come to create this uh, this product? Right. Product line. Uh, so I searched for manufacturers of existing um, LED therapy devices in China. And then when I found several ones, I then identify one um, a manufacturer that could design it to where to, to the form that I like it and, and customize it a little bit. So uh, after uh, finding the, the perfect manufacturer for that, then I was able to kind of design it and uh, bring about the Dermabine products um, for the States. And I have, I'm always thinking about how to, how I can improve the design and, and make it even better. And so I, I view these as, you know, version one um, of Dermabeam and just, uh, I'm, you know, excited for version two, version three, and all the way up to version 10. You know, I have so many ideas on how I can make truly the best, best products in the world. So your your value add really is the design because the light itself is uh, as you're saying it's it's available uh, many places. But you what you've done in your product is really added the 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 design aspect of it, and that's the value add. And and now you're selling it. Have you also patented the designs or like what kind of how do you how are you making sure that nobody can simply come and you know create a different kind of a you know, helmet mask this design yeah. and, and just start selling. Yeah, we're in the process of getting the patents for the designs and and in the trademarks. And uh, we have ideas on how to even make it even more proprietary going forth. Um, and yeah, I'm always looking for uh, engineers and des uh, product designers and product managers to join the team so that um, I can, so we can, uh, manifest uh, the, the vision I have for the future uh, of Dermabeam. Okay. And uh, so when you started, um, was it, a, so you're, you're the solo founder? Do you have any co-founders? How did you fund the company? How did you fund the business in the beginning? Can you share a little bit about the, um, the financial aspect of really creating the business? Sure. So, uh, I identified the, the product, um, and I worked with, uh, my family, uh, out in, uh, in Asia to source the, the products and they help with the sourcing and okay. I do marketing and the selling and advertising in the States. And so we have a really good team going. Um, and so when you say Asia, is that like China or Japan? Yeah, both. Okay. Okay. And and, uh, and and so your family are you you're, you're saying your family invested in the business also or uh well with their time yes financially it was uh it was all me but um they they you know put in so much time in trying to help build this as well so um yeah yeah so I mean um, can you share like how did you like was that your own personal savings and the reason I'm asking is you know a lot of the entrepreneurs or anyone who's getting started, like that's a big uh, sticking point, right? You know, how, how does one come up with the investment to start a business, especially sure. a product-based business? Can you share your, your story and what you have learned in that process? Sure. So uh, I used to work in finance in, in, um, in private equity. So it was a pretty high paying job and I was able to save and, um, and also invest in, in, in certain, and had, you know, certain investments that did well. And so I had uh, enough savings to really um, pour everything into this business. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I just found this to have more meaning and purpose in, in my life. And so I'm happy 
you know, pouring all my savings into this because it just brings me more fulfillment um, and happiness. Okay. And, yeah. So, so, so you, you were an investment banker, you had some savings, you started this business. At what point did you, was there some sort of an idea validation process where you said, um, you know, where you created a prototype and you sold it before, just to make sure before you leave your job that you have a business that's going to sustain you rather than, you know, um, an idea that, of course, you found useful, but may, you know, may not have a market potential. Was there some sort of an idea validation process before you went 100% into this? Or how did you transition from your job to like going, I'm assuming you're full-time uh, working on your business now. Right. So I'm full-time Dermal Bean, but actually I didn't have a job. Um, at, so in 2019, I was, I actually went through, um, a, I had to take a medical break because uh, my skin was just so bad. And you can see okay. the, the before pictures on, uh, on my website. And it just, okay. I was covered from head to toe and just very severe rashes and just my skin was inflamed, itchy. And I could, I was bid red uh, for a period of time. I, I could not move. And so um, uh, I went through some like dark times trying to, you know, find answers, trying to find solutions for my health, for my skin. And uh, in 2019, yeah, I was, uh, I, was uh, I was depressed and I was, suicidal I, I i my lowest point in my life was um calling the hotline the hot because i just i i just didn't know what what else to do but um something deep within me just told me to keep going and tw in 2020 the um the quarantine hit so i was uh i was yeah i wasn't working i was just really just depressed and just kind of trying to figure out what to do uh, in life because I didn't really have purpose. And then in 2021, I, I saw a hypnotist just across the street. Mm. Um, I, I had watched that Rob Deerdeck, who's a very famous skateboarder. He, he went and saw a hypnotist and he, he said he was hypnotized for success. And I was inspired by that because I really didn't have anything um, to lose at that point. And then after seeing the hypnotist, I, I, I felt renewed, refreshed. And uh, I, I could feel that my, the, the traumas had uh, been lifted and like untangled in my subconscious. So then I started to manifest derma beam after seeing the hypnotist. So uh, yeah, that's it's it's been a journey trying to trying to build this thing, but um, okay. I I, I I finally found what I was meant to do in life, and have so much purpose now. Yeah. So, so I, okay. I feel so, fulfilled. Okay, and and you so so you invested your money, you created this business. How did you? Can you share a little bit of how do you did you actually go about? the process of launching the business well is, is your business completely online is it do you have retail stores also um shop shop front uh and what was it like initially when you launched the business how did you get your first customers yeah so we launched in it was september of last year um after working on it for uh about five months and initially we didn't have well, I, I, we might have sold only four masks in, in the first month. Uh, we didn't really have a marketing plan. Just uh, some people have like, a, you know, great marketing and, and build a lot of hype. We like, we didn't do any of that. We just kind of turned on the, <laughs> the, the sales uh, side of, of the website. And uh, it, yeah, it primarily, our primary sales are on, on, the, the website, but now we're selling on Amazon and that's taking off. We're also selling in dermatology offices and spas uh, across the country. Um, in the early days, I went door to door in Beverly Hills with just bag bags of derma beams. I, I felt like uh, like a like a Boy Scout just kind of walking around trying to sell cookies, but 
it was really just uh, masks. And I went to uh, pretty much all the dermatology spots in Beverly Hills, um, you know, pitching. And that, that was the early days. And now I have very famous dermatologists like uh, Dr. Emmer and Dr. Nazarian um, selling or offering my products on their stores. Um, so yeah, door-to-door work. So you just got to put that hustle in um, at the beginning. And, um, and, and now we're trying to manifest big retail stores like Target, Walmart, Sephora, and Alta. I think those are the big ones. Um, and, um, and also have a presence in the UK and, and internationally. So uh, we've been shipping some samples to big retailers out there to potentially get it um, on shelves. And, uh, but obviously you also have a website. Is, is more, are most of your sales coming through like your online channels? Are you selling on Amazon also or other marketplaces? Yes, on Amazon and on eBay. But most, most of the sales are on the website. But Amazon is growing rapidly as well. So, uh, okay. Yeah. And um, so when, when you got your products, so as you said, so you're, you're manufacturing or your manufacturers are in China and Japan and, and uh, they work with your design and create these products. Um, have you ever had any bad experience with working with like uh, manufacturers in China or Japan? Uh, sometimes what happens is, you know, you've ordered something and the specifications are not right or something like that. Have you, uh, are you satisfied with the, your manufacturers? Yeah, yeah. Uh, for the most part, uh, my family is very good at sourcing and having um, a dialogue with the manufacturer directly. So, uh, so far, no major issues that we've run into and, um, and yeah, hopefully that continues going forth. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and thankfully, sure. yeah. Um, can you share a little bit about your marketing? Like who's your target market? And because of course this is, this is a very targeted product and I'm sure anyone who's suffering from skin conditions that this is kind of like a pain point, right? When you were going through that, the you know your health skin related issues, it was a pain point, and I, I'm sure you were willing to try anything uh, anyone suggested and said you know this really works. Um, can you share who how you are targeting your customers, who they are, and how are you really reaching them? Sure. So my main core customer uh, is um, women uh, with uh, around. 30 to 65 years old in an age range and they're college educated. And that's my main demographic for my masks. And then for my panels, uh, hardcore like biohackers and athletes like to use my panels. Um, one famous user is Apollo Ono, eight time Olympic medalist. Um, and he loves using uh, this device right here um, after his workouts. Uh, and we target them um, through different advertising channels on Facebook, um, Google, on YouTube, um, and on Pinterest. Uh, so what is, the, what is the different use case? So you said that the mask is used primarily by women versus uh, this one is more used more by like athletes and so forth. What are the different, why, why, why do women use the mask more as opposed to this thing and, and like the that? Right, uh, women care a lot more about skin than men and they care about wrinkles and acne and hyperpigmentation. So the mask is perfect for that. It's very easy to use, um, very comfortable, portable, lightweight, it's cordless. Um, and so they like using this device. This device is more powerful and has the infrared light technology that has deeper wavelengths to target um, muscles, bones, ligaments. So athletes who are, you know, in pain from working out can use this to really speed up their recovery. Um, And then 
biohackers who are like super into health, which I guess I am as well, because I went through my health struggles, I'm now hyper-focused on maintaining clear skin and, and trying to be as healthy as I can. Um, so uh, biohackers also like to use this device. Okay. And so, so you were saying, I, I cut you off, you were saying you're using a lot of social channels and things like that. Is it mostly organic, mostly paid? What, which channels work the best in terms of bringing new customers and how do you, um, how do you, do you have, um, do you have repeat purchases? Do you have uh, customers who are buying one and then buying more? Right. So for the most part, um, it, uh, we don't have repeat customers yet, but uh, the reviews that are coming in are very good for our products. And so I can see them buying it for their friends or moms or sisters, you know, for their families um, over the, holiday season and that's that's a big push that we'll probably do for marketing um and um yeah our, our facebook ads are doing well um google ads also doing well we continually improve the ad set so now we have a 3d render of a mass that's um rotating and turning and then we have these uh, infographics that kind of pop up uh giving the description of the different lights and of the product um, design. So that those ads are doing really well. And then we also work with skincare influencers uh, like Sandra Banks, Bankson and uh, Rob Stewart, who uh, uh, is also a skincare influencer. So they've made videos for us uh, and those have done really well. Um, and we also, uh, want to work with more and more health, uh, health related influencers and to help push the product. And then I've shipped a bunch of care packages to editors of beauty and skincare magazines. And uh, they've uh, started to post about Dermabeam, um, Clean Beauty magazine. Uh, we were featured in their very first issue. Um, and they're based out of Australia. Um, so, uh, yeah, we want to be in more and more skincare and beauty magazines going for us. So we'll continue, um, try, you know, trying to land those and, just, you know, shipping care packages to the editors and, and just, uh, yeah, just praying that, uh, so, so, you know, they'll, uh, they'll like the product and then write about us. So I, I want to ask you more about the influencer marketing part of it. So when you are sending care packages, are you just saying, you know, this is a cool product, you know, this is the use case that solves this, this, this problem. It would be great for you to review it or like what, what is the ask you're making there How, to, to really incentivize or, or really motivate them to actually do some sort of a review or make, make a post or something like that. Can you share a little bit about that? Right. Uh, it, the influencers are, you know, have no obligation to post a, uh, about us. And I would say, you know, 60, you know, probably 70 to 80% don't when we send them care packages. And that's just part of the game. You know, you, uh, they get so many free things that um, they can't post about every single one. So, uh, but the like, 20% who do, um, really love the product and, and I've grown to become friends with them and they, they, they show love back by posting, um, whether it's on, um, on their Instagram story or on in their actual feed. Um, so yeah, you, uh, yeah, it's just, uh, you just have to allocate a portion of the inventory for, uh, influencer marketing. And then also, um, also have to be realistic with yourself and, and, and know that, you know, not all of them will post about it, but um, if they like it, they'll, you know, continue using it and they'll, they'll talk about it. Like Derma Bean is a very unique product and has a unique look that um, if you like it and use it, then people start to talk. And so word of mouth is, is, uh, has driven a lot of sales for us as well. And 
how do you choose the right influencer? Like, how do you make sure that if you're selecting 10 influencers, like, is there a criteria you're using um, so that you're making sure that, you know, when the audience that they have will, um, you know, vibe with the, with this product or, you know, their audience is not fake audience, you know, or something like that. How do you, are there things that you do to make sure that, uh, your success rate has improved and uh, the effect that you have is kind of a good effect. Right. So we've also ha- had to learn the hard way. Uh, at, you know, we've paid some influencers and the ROI hasn't just been there um, because they're not in the skincare specific space. So we've had to learn the hard way. Um, even though you have, you know, millions of followers, if your audience doesn't really care about skincare, then it doesn't translate to sales. So uh, now we're focused on obviously uh, skincare and beauty influencers and um, and trying to, yeah, trying to get them to hopefully like the product and then they'll, they'll post about it. So um, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely, uh, I'm still learning how how to navigate this space because, uh, um, yeah, the ROI can very, um, di- um, very, uh, be very different uh, amongst certain influencers. Okay. Um, have you tried the TikTok at all? Yeah, we're on TikTok, and we uh, we've been posting, and we have about five thousand followers on TikTok. Um, and majority of that came from two videos. One, it was a video uh, that was filmed at EDC, um, and it, it didn't make any sense. But it was uh, uh, a, a raver. <laughs> uh, we zoomed in on the mask, uh, but um, initially, when we were zooming out, um, uh, one of the girls had, you know, she, she's wearing raver gear. So it's like her booty's out pretty much. And so okay. <laughs> of that we had over 700,000 people like watch the video <laughs> and okay. they really boosted in the algorithm, uh, all thanks to a little booty at EDC. <laughs> that, was, um, that helped us. And then another video got, we got like 300,000 uh, videos or views from me giving a derma beam to Diplo, who's a famous DJ um, at Coachella, and that uh, the audience seemed to like that one. So, so you gave him a gift on the stage. How did you? How do you make that happen? Yeah, it, it, yeah, I gave him while he was doing his set. It was a smallish um, venue, so hmm. uh, it was you could just kind of go up to him and. Hmm. Uh, it was in the box um, and not uh, as a mask. So I just mm. kind of gave him the box and he looked at the mat, uh, the, the box and he was confused, like what it mm. was. Mm. And so his confusion actually helped the algorithm because people were commenting that, you know, he didn't say thanks. He, he like, uh, he, he just, he kind of, he just put it under, uh, under, under, under the table mm-hmm. and, People are like, oh, he's not, he's not grateful. He gets all these free things. And, uh, and I was just like, he doesn't even know what it is. So it's, it's fine. It's just, uh, uh, yeah. But people commenting actually helped the algorithm because there, there was more engagement and, yeah. uh, and that kind of boosted the, the views on TikTok. So it seems like, I mean, you, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at your TikTok right now on the other side, and it seems like you definitely um learn the lesson and and i see you know some some beautiful ladies promoting <laughs> wearing the the mask but it it seems like it didn't have the same effect um that that you receive from an accidental thing um any any lessons there like i mean i'm sure you've thought about it quite a bit yeah uh I, I'm still learning. I'm by no means a TikTok expert. So I, I'm still learning. I, I, from what I know, I just, just kind of keep posting and you kind of, yeah, it, it's kind of random, but you never know what's going to pop off on TikTok. So I just keep posting fun things and uh, try to put as much effort as I can. Um, 
even though the the least amount of effort that I put in, yeah. in one video got the most number of views. So it, yeah, it's, it's pretty random, but uh, I'll just continue <laughs> posting and then see what pops off. So I, I guess my question would be, um, it's very interesting. I mean, your, your page, your TikTok page is definitely nice. Are you creating these videos yourself? How are you finding, or are you hiring people to wear this as, as an advertisement? Um, because I'm sure there's like some issues with anyone who's modeling for this product. Like, uh, are they like signing a disclaimer or something? Like they don't want a profit share or something like that? Or how, like, how are you making this happen? I'm very curious. So yeah, when I go to parties, I have a bunch of masks that I kind of just hand out to people. Um, and if we're all dancing, then people love dancing with it. And I just kind of get the videos uh, and then I post it. And uh, yeah, people love wearing the mask and having fun with it, dancing with it. And so, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's been my strategy so far. Just go to parties and get some content. Okay, cool. <laughs> Very interesting. Um, what is your What does your team look like right now? Are you the only person, or do you have like uh, other people working with you to promote this? I have uh, several contractors uh, helping with the advertising, and one with the, the renders, like this one on the box. I have uh, uh, a box design guy who um, helps me. Um, and then I have several, um, I've had uh, graphic designers. Uh, I have one that's helping me with the, the Amazon graphics right now. And, um, but in terms of full-time, it'd be just, just me. And yeah, and so we're still lean and mean and uh, we're trying to, you know, grow uh, to be the largest light therapy company, but still just a small team. So you shared that uh, you are shipping in the US and UK. Could you share a little bit about your warehousing and fulfillment strategy? How are you managing the cost of shipping with this product and how do you warehouse it and, and how do you fulfill those orders? Sure. So when I, I search for a 3PL that's near LA, it's just because I'm based here. And okay. I think I interviewed 10 or 15 and went to the location, talked to the team, see if I like them. And I was able to find one, be um, uh, a low cost option. Um, because I was small, uh, it didn't make sense for me to pay a lot for uh, a, a, a bigger service provider. So I found a, a low cost provider that's been great and um we continue to grow and um and they do international shipping um so we've been able to ship to australia and canada and the uk um for the most part with no problems and yeah we hopefully uh eventually we'll have a retail presence in those countries and um so basically, you, you've outsourced it to a 3PL, so you don't have to worry about working with carriers or, or anything like that. You're, basically, the 3, 3PL gives you the best rate, whether it's domestically or internationally. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Um, can you share a little bit about, are you adding new products to your product line? Anything? Uh, are you, what are you working most uh, at? right now is it marketing is it product development is it uh sales is it customer service what what are you spending most of your time in right now yes so we're in terms of the light therapy devices we have uh we have uh, you know what i believe to be the best products and 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 then we're developing a, even a better version of the mask as we speak so hopefully that will come out um, within two to three years. Uh, we'll have a better version of the mask. And we're also coming out with um, serums 
so vitamin C serums and collagen serums that can uh, you put on your face and then you can put the mask over it to help absorb all the good ingredients inside. So we're coming out with that. And uh, yeah, we just want to constantly be innovating and really trying to build the, uh, the best uh, products in the world. Um, can you share a little bit about, um, you know, every entrepreneur goes through, uh, you know, make mistakes, have failures, you know, lessons learned. Can you share a little bit about, or, you know, one or two big mistakes or failures that you have faced so far since starting your business or, or really just, you know, setbacks or challenges and how have you dealt with them? What have you learned? What can other entrepreneurs learn from your experiences? Sure. So the big mistakes, uh, we kind of talked about this is uh, working with non-relevant influencers who have big followings, but if their audience is not focused on buying skincare products, then the it's just a, a waste of money. And so I've uh, wasted almost $30,000 trying to work with big influencers and it, they're not um, the, the sales just aren't translating, even though they have a large audience. So though, you know, that, that was a painful lesson, but I've learned. And, uh, and now we work strictly with beauty and skincare influencers, um, who have much higher ROIs. Um, and, uh, yeah, that, that, that's probably the biggest like financial mistake I've made. Okay. Uh, now we're going to move on to our rapid fire round. And in this segment, I'm going to ask you a few quick questions and you have to try to ask, answer the question in one word or one sentence or, or so. So the first question is one book that you would recommend to entrepreneurs or business professionals in 2022 and why? Uh, probably Elon Musk's uh, biography. Uh, the author is Ashley Vance, I believe. And okay. just Elon's my hero when it comes to building a business, successful business. And it just, his uh, just work ethic is insane. He'll be up six, 7 AM. And it's just, it, you just, you just know how he's working or just think about, you know, how to develop a better product. And so uh, whenever I'm tired um, or, uh, you know, working late in the, night or early mornings that you just uh, kind of think about, you, you just know he's working. And so it, uh, it just motivates me to continue building. Um, and you can't, yeah, just, you, you got to keep hustling and keep not give up and just uh, keep grinding. Cool. Just like, just uh, like an innovative product or idea in the current e-commerce retail or tech landscape that you feel excited about. Um, innovative products. Uh, I'm so focused on Dermabeam that I haven't really, uh, I don't really pay attention to other products. Um, uh, I mean, you must use some, some products. I mean, you're, you're sitting on a chair. I mean, what, what, <laughs> what, what kind of things you use most frequently and find most useful these days? Um, Mm, let's see let's see let's see i <laughs> uh what i mean, I mean it, it could be anything <laughs> i have no yeah uh, my mind is blanking on this question um i mean i see hats i mean you're wearing a hat oh yeah uh, you have a hat in the background <laughs> I, I do love my cowboy hats and my furry hats. I have a whole collection of that. So, uh, yeah, uh, I guess <laughs> I guess hat collection, my hat collection. Uh, a business or productivity tool or software that you would recommend, or a productivity tip? Uh, I use Canva a lot for my Instagram posts and and designing. Um, I use Final Cut Pro a lot for my videos and hot jar for my heat maps. All those are great and uh, very useful tools. Cool. 
uh, a startup or business in e-commerce, retail, or tech that you think is currently doing great things? Another startup or business. Another startup. Uh, I know the. I've met the founder of Dream Pops, uh, vegan ice cream, uh, okay. and David. He's crushing it. Um, he's uh, yeah. Just uh, you can see. You can find Dream Pops. Um, all over the, the stores. Uh, I, I, I've, I've also met Maya, one of the founders of Koya Drinks, and uh, I love those smoothies. I drink that those, uh, those smoothies often. So um, yeah, those entrepreneurs are just crushing it. Cool, cool. Uh, last question. Uh, best business advice you ever received or you would give to other entrepreneurs? The advice that I can give is just, you just really have to write down what you want to manifest and speak publicly. Um, I, in my Instagram description, uh, my, the first sentence is manifesting the light therapy empire. And people know that I'm trying to build something big. Um, and I, I talk about manifestation a lot. Like I visualize the future of what this can be. Um, and I want to be the, the apple of light therapy products. I want to be the unquestionably the, the biggest company in the space and developing the most used and most user-friendly product in the world. And, uh, and so I speak about that a lot. I write that down a lot. I write it everywhere talk about it, dream about it, visualize it. And uh, the universe is listening. It, I've grown so much in one year um, I, by manifesting and I'll continue to do it. And uh, I, I don't see enough people do it. I really don't. Um, if you want something, you really have to write it down, talk about it and just be obsessed with achieving that goal. Talk about it, when you say talk about it, like talk about it to just people in general or? Post about it. Uh, uh, yeah, um, just talk. Get the to, word out basically, yeah. Yeah, talk to people, uh, make content, make videos, social media posts, whatever it is, it, you're like, you're, so focus should be on whatever goal that you, uh, that you want to achieve. And then you, you really have to be obsessed. Conor McGregor talks about this a lot. You just got to be obsessed with, um, you know, uh, finding success. And then for him, you know, is being the best fighter in the world. So there's a moment in time where he's unstoppable. And he, I, yeah, he just, he, I would, con I, I would put him um, in that category um, uh, the name comes, uh, Jake Paul comes to mind. He also, uh, is a big, um, Jake and Logan, they're big into manifestation, um, writing down their goals and, uh, yeah, uh, they've inspired me to write down my goals and then try to achieve something, something huge in the world. I mean, just, you have one life, you know, why not make it the, the biggest, just have the biggest legacy that you can. Uh, and that's what I'm trying to achieve. That's awesome. Uh, thank you so much. Those were all the questions that I had today on the, on trip talks. Uh, Takashi, uh, really a pleasure to have you. Um, thank you so much for joining me today, sharing your story. Anyone who wants to buy your products, what is the best way they can do that? Uh, the website is dermabeammass.com. We're also on Amazon. You can just type in dermabeam, we'll pop up. And uh, pretty soon you'll see it in your local uh, dermatologist's office. And, we'll, and, and then some years down the road or sooner than that, we'll be in Target, Walmart, Sephora, Ulta, you name it, we'll be in there. Again, I'm manifesting those retail locations. Awesome. Thank you so much, Takashi. Thank you for your time today. Really, really enjoyed speaking with you. And uh... 
Thank you for joining me today at Trip Talks. Hey, thank you guys. Appreciate it. Sushant, you, um, thank, yeah, thank you for the opportunity and uh, I really enjoyed the conversation. And yeah, go check out Dermabeam. <laughs>